developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. With that choice of the blue pill, red pill, there was also a statement saying, all he was offering the person was the truth. Now I'm here to share with you today that all I'm offering is the truth, but really that's not the case. There's an encouragement and motivation to also believe in the truth. There's also knowledge to let you know as people in this, at times, you know, scary world will realize there is a protection, uh, an envelope, uh, an encampment, if you will, of angels all around persons who end up learning the truth. Now, that doesn't mean unforeseen things don't happen at times, but all the same, you do have the encouragement, the strength, and yes, oftentimes protection from a realm that we can't see with these physical eyes, okay? So welcome to this Park Books update moment, but it's not a Park Books update moment. I concluded with that. So let's go into the James Poe Artistry Productions uh, podcast a moment, okay? And so in the beginning, I said, you know, blue pill, red pill, and it was a choice. What type of person are you? Yes, that is in a reference uh, to the Matrix, you see. Uh whether you want to look at it from the movie to the documentary uh, of the way people have viewed and written about it to, yes, also the very first person who was, you know, claimed to be the author. I think there was uh, cases and think court cases and things of that nature. Uh, I don't really know what the outlook uh, is for, but, you know, some persons were saying that the movie was inspired by real life factual events of how this world functions. Did you know that? Did you know that? And so when persons first uh, heard that or hear that, they may not believe it because they're looking at all the action sequences and the sci-fi elements of it. Um, but the whole point is what the person was really Showing, you know, at least in their books and, and the author talking about how it was, um, inspired and more of a documentary, so to speak, is because it really is the way that people function, their minds and the way they interact with one another, along with, like I said, another sad realization, how easily manipulated people are, you see, and they were mentioning that the matrix was all around and it was in every facet, you see, of that mainframe computer mind. So it named every one of them, even um, uh, agencies, you see, and <laughs> and other places that today uh, would surprise uh, persons. But that's what it was claiming. It was literally everything and everywhere and around everyone, okay? So with that being said, it has produced um, an environment of confusion uh, that we uh, live in today. 
is that it may even seem like it's hard to actually find out what the truth is. And yet the truth is from what I've stated with you many years is found in the good book, the Bible. And when I, you know, reference uh, heavenly things from the Bible, uh, the reason why I use only uh, the Bible in that instance, in, instead of um, other, because um, uh, um, I know they're around, but they call them a crop, uh, a crop for crofable writings, a crop fulfilled. Yeah, boy, I can't, be, I can't believe it. Well, it's early in the morning. Get my voice together. I may be able to say it uh, later. But it's these writings that has other elaborations, you see, of different um, individuals and accounts that's even in the Bible. And the reason why they call it croppable, croppable, I'll practice it later. The reason why it's called that um, is because when people read those writings, uh, a lot of persons take it for them being, you know, totally true as well, just as true as the Bible. And yet it's not really verified as being, you know, authentic. You see, uh, can't really be proven that uh, such writings have really come, you know, from God himself. And see, and that is the key to understanding why uh, some persons won't go into those types of, of writings to uh, really prove their point, especially about prophecy, because they realize um, God's enemy also use a lot of inspired in, in expressions. You see, when they were walking around, you know, the demons, even on the earth, all those thousands upon years ago um, with their offspring, you know, the Nephilim, their sons, you see, um, they actually talked with mankind a lot. You see, they talked with humankind a lot. They, they taught them things that God knew, and that, that's the case. God knew or did not want humans to really be engaged in or dabbling in at times. And see, and by those demons and the offspring of the demons being on the earth for that period of time, knowledge did get out there. You see, uh, knowledge that now, even down to this day, has resurfaced through a variety of ways, through spiritism and things of that nature, you see. So that knowledge is right back out there. It, yeah, it happened before our days, but all the same, it goes to show that even though after the flood, where all the physical manifestations of the demon's offspring were destroyed, uh, still the demons themselves who had spirit bodies were just able to still be around afterwards. They just couldn't take on physical bodies anymore. But it doesn't mean they didn't have their ways of communicating with persons who, you know, wanted to go along that path and into their line of teaching. And yes, even wickedness to be able to communicate with them in the way uh, that, you know, they could see that goes into the deeper teachings. Now, I, I 
I call them deeper teachings, but it really goes into the area of teachings that God was actually saying, no, uh, you stay away from practicing these type of things. You see what I'm telling you? So I just wanted to share with you, though, with the truth, uh, aside from that, and the reason why, you know, I focus on the Bible, uh, all the Bible, whole Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, you know, John, um, even the Hebrew scriptures, you know, Genesis, uh, Book of Kings, Psalms, Book of Ezekiel, and then right back to the Greek scriptures, the New Testament, Revelation, Corinthians, all those books like that. Um, you know, just to name uh, some of them, they actually give us, again, insight into God's uh, unlimited power, uh, God's holiness, God's love. You see what I'm saying? And it's so much of a wealth or treasure of information in there. That, hey, you're almost like, oh, I already know I got enough. I already, by reading these books, I already know I understand God fully and his will, etc. And see, and that's what it even talks about in the book of Timothy, where it says the word of God, you see, is, is basically equipped or to make the man of God, the woman of God to equipped for every good work, you see, for every good work. Now, with that being said, you know, there's a lot of straightforward language what people or would uh, certainly consider it as, as when there is a practice that is going on in this way or that way, where it's very clear cut, where once again, it's saying, no, God does not like this, or God is unhappy with that. God has also said, hey, if you keep doing this or that, then you're going to lose your place in this new world. You see? So that goes to show right there, there's another teaching, you know, that goes along. At times I heard it for years where, you know, people say we're once saved, always saved. And you can really appreciate how heavily they are relying on God's love and on God's, once again, the, the willingness, you know, it, it, it's, it's in him to want to find the good in everybody. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and so, and so they know that he, he loves them. You see what I'm saying? And he will, uh, you know, protect them and strengthen them and things of that nature. Yet, according to the rest of the, uh, other scriptures and aspects that I share with you, like in the book of Corinthians, God was still saying, yes, I want to do all this for you. But if you keep doing this or practicing that, I'm still telling you, don't be misled. You're going to lose your place in my new world. Does that sound reasonable to you, um, perceptive readers? Because let me share something with you. You know, when I was uh, younger, sometimes I used to uh, marvel as certain persons who, when it got to the point where they needed to, uh, you know, tell somebody off, <laughs> you know what I mean? That uh, they literally, it, well, at least, you know, you can see from outward appearances, they literally 
was not in a real frustrated, frustrated state at all. And, and you could tell by the way that they uh, went and talked to this person, it was really because they did love that person and wasn't wishing nothing bad on that person at all, even though, you know, they really had to, you know, tell this person a thing or two about the way that they were being treated by that person, you see. And um, sometimes, you know, when you're young, you kind of admire that because you said, boy, how in the world can they do that when that person did all these bad things to them? And it's like, it's they're not even mad at them, even though, you know, they are frustrated, but they really did love them, you see. And that, sometimes that might be a prayer for some. You see, they say, God, how, I mean, I understand that. Um, how can a person do that? You know, just like when you hear about when Jesus say, feed your enemy. You know, how can you do that at, at times? You know, for, for persons, I, I see, I, that's one thing I really appreciate. I, I, I see once again, the practicality in even doing that and the necessity of being able to have a humane society, you see. <laughs> and yet, when you think a little bit more uh, deeper from the aspect of why Jesus and God does it anyway, it, because it comes from even an emotional attachment, you see, side of love, of loyal love. You see what I'm saying? To actually, once again, I want the best, you see, for this person. So it goes even deeper than what maybe, you know, many of us humans at times, uh, when we're just showing the proper respect and kindness. Um, it went, and when inside it's like, oh, God, make me mad, make me mad, you know, but no, but not from the way that, um, Jesus and God has many times by reading the Bible shown another spirit. Uh, yes. Not only is this an intellectual love that's being carried out, but no, it is coupled with some affection. You see, with feeling, uh, with deep, uh, dignity and things of that nature. You see what I'm saying, perceptive reader? So, so with that, this is my encouragement uh, for you to continue also in the red pill, blue pill, because red pill is supposed to be, you know, that you're really uh, accepting, you know, the truth of what it may be is this. When you take upon uh, the Christian mantle, if you will, uh, the clothing spiritually and the responsibility um uh, the Christians back then, you know, uh, did not have the level of technology that we have uh, today. And uh, you can see by the way that they did their preaching work, you know, they talked one on one with different persons or two to one or two to two or or, or a group in a room or what have you in person. They they did that. Um, and so with that being said, as they walked around in their travels, you know, they ran into all sorts of people. They talked into talked to all sorts of people that even, you know, the other town folk, especially when it was branching out over the world, like Paul, you know, apostle the, to the nations, uh, that they talked with all sorts of persons. And so would you say that the Christian life 
certainly after coming to accept Jesus, could not be based on a one of a lack of courage or being in fear of, you know, talking with people about God's kingdom or being around people, uh, you know, period. That's just some information, you know, from the time period of starting off. And I always mention the time period that we come down to our day. Yes, it's very interesting uh, with these days that the Bible describes are very wicked. So you have to, yes, keep strict, strict uh, watch. Yeah, keep strict watch on how you walk. And the whole point is we're still all human. Now, in closing this, one thing that I want to share with you that can still happen to Christians, you know, you've heard me talk about uh, protection, like early in the beginning about angelic protection uh, and the book of Psalms, I believe 34 or 37, somewhere in there uh, talks about that, how the angels are encamped around, uh, you see, all the uh, ones that God loves, the the righteous ones or his people, you know, depending on how you read it or the translation. Uh, but you certainly do get the impression that, yes, uh, persons are protected, you know. Um, and then at times I keep telling you there are unforeseen occurrences that do happen uh, that God allows uh, to at, at times for different reasons. Now, this is one thing that I want to share with you. See, in these last days, it's more important than ever that people still know that they have a choice between the blue pill or being oblivious to who God is. And like his personal name is Jehovah on top of that or what, you know, or whether they will take the red pill and learn, you know, more about not only God's name, but what it even takes to make sure that, you know, you you will appreciate being a citizen, you see, in God's kingdom here on earth, you see, if you're not of the uh, ruling class that's going to heaven. Uh, but remember, you're still going to have administrators even here on earth. And so everyone is being looked at, even the ones who want to be administrators. <laughs> you know, that's no, no small responsibility to reach out for. And um, and along with that, you know, uh, Jesus was talking more like even the persons who would reach out to be such administrators uh, would still have a mind and or attitude, should I say, of like a humble child. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about, Perceptive Readers? A humble child. And see, remember, it has been brought out how children, when they first start up, they don't know anything about prejudice. They don't be thinking ill will about persons. You know, that's been all brought out, how the persons of different races, uh, 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 I don't want to say that, a uh, different skin color would be playing together, not even thinking anything about it. But then as they're growing older, then all of a sudden, all these other thoughts be coming in. And sometimes it's because of what they were shown or what was done to them or things of that nature. And so 
it can be at times, for some, easy to confuse this or that. But all the same, people who know you will continue to be able to apply the other aspects of God's word, the Bible, and find out, you see, uh, what is true and what is not. And that's if they want to, you see. But I wanted to share this with you uh, because you're going to have opportunities to speak the truth from time to time. And when I say speak the truth, I'm not talking just, uh, you know, in work related ways, you know, corporations and things of that nature. No, but I'm talking even uh, spiritually, you know, I'm talking even spiritually, uh, what you really think or feel about this matter or that matter, uh, or why you feel about this matter or that matter, you see? And, um, and as you talk with uh, different ones and even ones who already uh, have gotten in that water as a Christian, as they speak, you should be able to reason and ask any question you want about the faith. See, it, it would be of a, a concern if you can't. Remember, there was a time period, uh, sometimes people call them the dark ages and everything, where persons couldn't even go to the ones who were in charge of translating the holy writings and things like uh, where, you know, they only wanted to keep the Bible in Latin and everything. Now, why did they want to do that? Was it God's will for them to only keep the Bible in Latin? Where well, we know now today that it certainly wasn't. But see, that goes to show you again, uh, Christians are charged to to actually try to preach and teach to um, anyone who would listen, who would ask, who would inquire, uh, even in um, sincerity. And remember, even though there are other opposers, like the Pharisees, who uh, main goal is to try to twist everything that you do or say, that doesn't mean you have to stop what you're doing or saying because they're already doing it anyway. And I told you, uh, one thing that these certain people do is they actually just try to always stop or put a cloud over your joy, you see. So in closing, the one thing that I would encourage every single one of you perceptive readers, you take this to the bank I'm saying this before God, if you do it otherwise, then, then you may not be ready or want to know the truth of the red pill. But you have a confusion with anybody. You have a confusion with anybody. You have every right to exercise Matthew chapter five, uh, to write a letter, to talk to the person or what have you first to find out what that confusion is if you have it. There's been others who the first thing they do is they look for reasons at times to become offended. Am, am, I, am I correct with that? You see? So the point is, can you distinguish yourself between those type of persons just seem to be looking for a reason to be offended, looking for a reason to play into trying to trick and trap persons looking for a reason because of being 
given rice money, as I call it, you can look up that expression um, to play a role in such things. You see what I'm saying? So the whole point is you have administrators. I told you in God's world that these are the things that they are taught in the form of judgment, you know, fair balance and also a willingness to apply, you see, uh, the good teachings and the wholesomeness of what God is saying whenever they get into any type of uh, uh, situation or trouble. Um, there's no call to go to war against a person, no matter what the person has done, until they are very clear directly to the person why, you know, uh, they're doing this or doing that, which still doesn't even justify that it's even according to the scriptures to, like I said, beat somebody up in a certain way or what have you. But what the scriptures does show that when certain ones, even administrators, will use these um, other type of uh, tactics, uh, teachings from a crop of writings or what have you uh, uh, to justify why they're even judging you in a harsh way. See, remember I said teachings from a crop of writings. See, to justify judging you in a certain way, which Jesus in Matthew chapter, you see, seven, I believe, talks about do not judge, stop judging. Um, why were such things mentioned? Because remember, Jesus was aware just as much of uh, blue pill type teachings, if you will, just as much as he had the red pill teachings. You understand? Okay. So thank you for being here this week. Remember, it takes courage, and, you know, to be a Christian. It doesn't mean that you don't have a personality, but it still takes courage all the same to keep speaking the truth, even when other ones are trying to, whether money your name, which Jesus said would happen, uh, it's still your responsibility, and hopefully it, this responsibility is done in love, you see, genuineness, to still tell others the truth as you have read it, how you were taught it, you see. So you have a very wonderful day, and I'm glad I was able to spend this time with you on the James Poitras Street Production Moment. Take care.